This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. Holy fuck! You can't tell us what the fuck to do. You make the rules, bitch. You have to be high as fuck to be chewing glass. Chewing glass and tobacco, naked on a tricycle, and this isn't a winter, dude. This motherfucker's probably freezing. Freezing. Jersey John and the Fat Man! What is going on, everybody, everywhere? What it is, bitches. What is going on? Welcome back to another fun-filled and thrill-seeking episode here on TwoGuysOneMike.com. Make it sound like a fucking amusement park, bro. We need some, like, fucking explosive, like, uh, Michael Bay shit in the background. That'd be awesome. And then, like, one roller coaster, but it just kills everyone. That would be sick, bro. That'd be sick. Welcome to episode 50 here on on our podcast series... Uh, I can't believe we made it to episode 50. Um, we definitely told you guys we were going to do it shit-faced drunk, but, like, we don't... I, I got way too drunk last weekend. Like, really bad. And I was in the fetal position for, like, seven hours. Did you vomit, bro? I tried. I tried so bad, and I couldn't. That sucks, dude. Drink the water. You gotta you got drink water, man. It's because you're dehydrated. You said that shit like Matthew McConaughey. Nah, I know, bro. Fuck that guy. Or that orange Gatorade. Specifically orange? Yeah, and then just take a shot of vinegar for no reason, bro. Oh, my God. (laughs) You just start puking, bro. You want me to never have taste buds again? Because that's how you do that. See? This is how cures are made, bro, when you're just chilling, talking. Fucking vinegar, bro. You puke everything up that you drank last night. I don't think that's a cure. I don't think there's, like, any, like, scientific research that went into that. That might be a little too acidic as well. I don't know, bro. I'm not a fucking scientist. Exactly. Ignore what I'm saying. Exactly. But we have a fun-filled episode for you. We're halfway to episode 100, so we'll see you guys in about five years. So that's awesome. Damn. Literally, like, five years, bro. Like, no joke. (laughs) We don't have a time schedule. We're lax people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Well, we, you know, we just want to thank our sponsors, you know, like, go fuck yourself and fuck you. Fucking and, um, sponsors, yeah, okay. Fuck it, yeah. Um, we really have nobody to please but you guys, so this is kind of awesome. Thank you for sticking around for 50 episodes. If you want to hear us really suck ass, go back to episode one, because that sucks pretty bad. That was recorded on one microphone for two people. It's fu- it was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> we couldn't even edit it the right way. It was that fucking bad. So, so, none of you will hear that because we actually went back in and switched it. So yeah, it so cool. it's, you know, we've come a long way, um, you know. Absolutely. So, we have an awesome episode for you guys filled with a whole bunch of fun news stories and epic failure and music by our friends in Thieves. So, we'll get to that in just a little bit. But first off. Dun, dun, dun. Don't fuck around in Oregon. You heard right. This is a crazy ass. Somebody had to make up this sign, dude. You see this shit? Oh yeah, I see. Oh wow, dude. Wow. And MSNBC uh, made some headlines apparently, uh, and not in a shitty way. Salem, Oregon. MSNBC host Rachel Maddow inspired Oregon's capital to post new warning signs in a park where four runners 
reported attacks from an angry owl likely defending its nest against perceived threats. Jesus, bro. That's like some Hitchcock shit. One jogger uh, yeah. said the owl hit him twice in Bush's Pasture Park in Salem and so hard he thought he was ha- he was having a stroke or an aneurysm. Oh my god, bro. Another said the bird swiped into his longtime running cap and nicked his scalp. Man, I hate when I have like this awesome running cap that's been with me from like the beginning <laughs> and an owl fucks it up. It's always an owl that fucks my running cap up. You know what I'm saying, dude? That's why I have a bunch, dude. I have a bunch in my closet. If you open my closet, I just have a bunch of running caps, dude. Fuck is a running cap? I have no idea. I never heard of that shit. some bougie-ass shit that fucking only people who run know what the fuck that is. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, I guess it's a hat that you wear while you're running. Context clues. Matto suggested... uh, on air last week that the city should post a vivid yellow warning sign using the iconic pedestrian stick figure bent over, uh, bent forward uh, at a run. Above, claws extended, is a raptor. Is that really what the fuck that is? No, I have no idea, bro. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's no joke. I mean, I've never, like, I've seen an owl before. I've never been in fear for my life. I don't even know if I've ever seen an owl, man. Honestly, I don't know. Like, in real life, you've never seen an owl. Maybe at the zoo, but not, like, chilling in the tree when I'm walking out of my apartment or anything. That'd just be creepy as shit. Mark Bechtel, Parks and Transportation Services Manager, said the city secured rights to reproduce the sign and is posting 20 of them. Oh, that's good. 20? How much did that cost taxpayers? Oh yeah, for real. It's just making people aware that there's an uh, there's an owl out there for whatever reason swoops down and goes after people's hats. Kill them, kill them all. That's yeah. That's, why don't you just that's... see? This is why um, twoguysonemike.com is a staunch supporter of deforestation. Absolutely, bro. Because if you don't deforest, they will fuck you up, bro. So I'm saying instead of just being you know cautious of wildlife. And, like, maybe altering your running path a little bit. You should just nuke the motherfucking forest. Oh, yeah, dude. You could carry and conceal in case you come across it, man. That's why you should just run with a flamethrower all the time. Yeah, that's a little extreme, bro. But that would work, too. Totally not safe for the public, but that would work. Eh, you know, you're not going to get anyone who's just a little jumpy just pulling the trigger and just torching a fucking old person feeding pigeons ever. That's never going to happen. I'm just picturing, like, a grandma sitting at the park, like, throwing breadcrumbs, and she just pulls a revolver out of her fucking purse, dude, and fucking caps it in the head. The owl? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think your grandma has those kind of reflexes, but it'd be a fun, fun thing to picture, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, dude. Like, why not? Why not? Birders say the assailant is a barred owl, an aggressive bird that's especially so during current mating season. They say it may calm down soon, or so they say. <laughs> it's not like a motherfucking folktale, dude. Like, this is this is like when the world ends and people are just passing stories to story, like, just traveling the country. Gotta watch out for Salem, Oregon. We heard there's that crazy barred owl. Don't wear your purple running cap at night. Like, come on, dude. I don't know, dude. I, I've, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I should even ever go to Oregon now because it sounds very fucking scary. Owls are supposed to be precious creatures, dude. Motherfuckers are just hitting people in the head. Precious creatures? Dude, they're scary as shit. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. I see an owl, dude. I think I'm going to die soon. You know, it's just got that negative connotation to it, man. (laughs) 
like just foreshadowing your death. You better bust out a lollipop <laughs> and start asking me how many licks, bitch. That's it. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm never going to Oregon just for that reason. I didn't really nope. have a reason to go to Oregon to begin with, but that's just another reason to avoid it. No, nope, unless you're like want to you want to hunt, bro. I heard they have a good owl population there. Totally. Totally legal. Two guys, one mic, making Tub Girl look like the Mona Lisa. <laughs> But yeah, our next story brings us back east to uh, to Alabama, where um, this doesn't fucking surprise me. Not even like, oh, it sounds strange, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I got this, bro. Trucker pulling loose tooth triggers backup on Alabama freeway. Yep, that sounds totally worth it. A truck driver <laughs> distracted by yanking free his tooth, his loose tooth, veered off the road and caused a miles-long backup on an Alabama freeway, which is a lot, dude, because there's not a lot of people in Alabama. No, not at all. Nope, the unnamed 57-year-old trucker was driving on Interstate 20-59 near Tuscalus, was it? Tuscaloosa when the accident occurred late on Sunday. Uh, the driver stated he lost control when he was pulling a tooth with his hands. An Alabama Highway Patrol incident report said he had the tooth in his shirt pocket as proof. Thank God. Thank Tuscaloosa God. Tuscaloosa tooth, bitch. Wow. After veering off the road, the truck went into a ditch before jackknifing into a stand of trees. What does that mean? I don't know. The accident caused no serious injuries, but it triggered a complete shutdown of a three-mile stretch of the freeway and caused delays that lasted into the Monday morning rush hour. Alabama Highway Patrol representatives did not immediately respond to messages seeking comment because they, I don't know, why wouldn't they answer? It's Alabama, dude. They cannot read. (laughs) True. An outside, dude, this is reporting by dude uh, Jonathan Kaminsky in New Orleans. They had to find somebody in New Orleans who could write this because nobody in Alabama can read or write. So they just don't report the news? They just have a third party do it for them? Exactly. I'm pretty sure it's how Alabama's been functioning for a long time now. Hey, man, you don't even know if this guy was from Alabama. He was a truck driver, bro. First off, dude, everyone's got, like, Obamacare now. You can't just go and get that shit taken care of. You gotta be yanking on your face hole while you're driving. Well, the guy's busy (laughs) driving a truck. He said, fuck it. He just ripped his tooth out, dude. Which must really fucking hurt, man. Yeah! I mean, I'm gonna put it up there with, like, chewing on some tinfoil. Like, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> like, let's analyze, dude. It, he ain't got no baby teeth. He's 57 years old. You don't know that, man. He could have some weird condition where he just has nothing but baby teeth. No, dude. This was just, like, a tooth that was loose on a 57-year-old man. And he just ripped it out of his gums. It's also Alabama, man. You, like, you don't know how many teeth you got left. You got to hang on to those precious things. Why are you ripping them out? That's why he put it in his pocket, bro. He's like, ah, I'm going to save this second to last. I need something. I that need and the most something. suspicious thing about this entire story is what the fuck is a tree stand? <laughs> I don't know if somebody's selling trees on the side of the road, bro, or... Well, no, it, well, it says, it doesn't say he crashed into a tree stand. It was very specific saying he crashed into a stand of trees. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is that true. Like, like, a tree stand would be a, hey, that thing you hunt out of. That would make, that would be normal. But it's a stand of trees. I was thinking a stand where they sell trees. On the side of the fucking road? Why would you sell it? Dude, Christmas <laughs> has been over for months. Why would you? Now we got leftovers in the back. We want to just bring those out and we'll sell them on the side of the road. Well, people have gardens and shit, bro. They put trees there. But on the side of a highway? Everyone here have a fucking Lowe's? Go where is there. It? 
Where where does the story take place? On Interstate 2059 near Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Okay. He said nobody can read in Alabama. You think they'll find you know something wrong with selling trees on the side of the highway, dude? That's fair. That's fair. I I stand corrected. Okay. That's true too. Well, Alabama also happens to be that state where um, the state supreme court judge. Was like no, I don't care what 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 the U.S. says. I'm gonna just not let people get married that are gay. Cause fuck you. Yeah, I don't get that either, bro. So yeah, fuck Alabama. They can't read. They don't like people or rights, and apparently or teeth or stands of trees. Yeah, fuck your tree stands. I right? fuck them yeah. sideways. They're, they're like a step below crazy of those people who chase tornadoes. They're just driving towards the twisters and beating off at like 80 miles an hour. Two guys, one mic. More explosions than a low-budget porno. Two guys, one mic.com. Um, and yeah, we're just jumping all over the country Uh, this episode. No charges for a woman who threw bacon into a police station because nothing says fuck you like throwing um, cooked pig ass at a cop. What a waste of bacon. Yeah, I'd say so. Framingham, Massachusetts. Framingham. A judge has dismissed charges against a Massachusetts woman who threw uncooked bacon and sausage inside a police station while uh, saying she was there to feed the piggies. Well, first of all, Pigs wouldn't eat bacon, I don't think, because that's like cannibalism, dude. Right? Eh, I don't. I've never fed a pig before, but I wouldn't put it past them. They're pretty dumb. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Feed the piggies. Wait, it says no charges for the woman, but it says she was charged with disorderly conduct and malicious destruction of property after the twenty December twenty sixth incident, which was caught on video surveillance. The police said the twenty four year old McNamara entered the Framingham station with a box of meat and started throwing it and smearing it on the dispatch window. What the fuck is wrong with people? Seriously. I don't know. Why even take the time? Seriously? I don't know. A judge Wednesday, oh, a judge Wednesday dismissed the destruction charge saying police had provided little evidence that McNamara had damaged anything. I thought they had video surveillance, bro. Like what is going on with the story? She was she wasn't charged, but she was charged. Dude, how much damage could you go with smearing bacon fat on a window? I, dude, probably nothing. I don't even fucking know. Although people been shot for less, so good on you, Massachusetts, for not just shooting this woman in the mouth for for smearing some sausage grease on a window. Yeah, well, she does have to pay a hundred fifty dollar in court costs. I think yeah. That's the it. Metro Daily News reports that the judge said the charge could be restored if police can prove damage. Oh, this, this is really confusing, man. There is no charge. There is charge. I want to know what kind of bacon it was. Like, if it was, like, Applewood smoked bacon, like, that's fucked up. Why are you going out and buying, like, this really nice fucking, that thick cut of bacon that's nice and crispy? Oh. Like, oh. I was going to say, dude, thick cut bacon is where it's at. And then you have, like, a nice thick sausage link that's browned on the inside but nice and juicy. Or browned on the outside, nice and juicy on the inside. Like, that kind of good shit. But... If she's just going out and buying, like, generic store brand bullshit, I'm okay with that. It's like America's Choice bacon. You don't care? Exactly. I don't give a fuck. RC Cola, too. Just bring that out. Oh, what about that? Dude, you ever seen that bacon that's already cooked? That's, like, in the in the middle of the fucking uh, food store, bro? All mm-hmm. you have to do is yeah, microwave it. Yeah, it's refrigerated. Yeah. Dude, that scares me, man. Like, shit like that. I got that. Velveeta scares the shit out of me. Like, 
Why is there bacon in a box in the middle of the store, man? Should be because, dude, it's for like that's for like survival, survival people, man. You need like bacon that you just cook in the sun when you hang it from a tree. Velveeta's never going bad, dude. Velveeta, like that shit, you might as well just start smearing on your body and just like that's like that is the fountain of youth, not some fucking bullshit like chalice that you're gonna find watching Indiana Jones bullshit. The fountain of youth is Velveeta, dude. That shit will never fucking go bad. You're right, dude. I mean, you could take that bacon and, like, hang it in your window, and it definitely would cook after, like, a half hour. Mm-hmm. Then just, like, put some bells on the bottom of it, dude. It's like a wind chime that just cooks over time. That's a good point, dude. That's a really good point. Sounds like something to do in Alabama. But Plus, if you smeared, like, Velveeta all over yourself, like, right before, like, a dirty bomb or a nuclear blast went off, you'd be okay. Velveeta? Mm-hmm. Dude, because you would just, like, cook the outer layer, and then, like, you just, like, peel it off, and you're okay underneath. Yeah, outlive the cockroaches, bro. That's mm-hmm. how serious that shit is. They should do a Mythbusters episode. That'd be good, man. That'd be totally good. I'd probably just laugh at your submission, though. I'm not gonna lie, dude. God. But what I do to watch that? I finally went back to the gym today, but I completely undid it when I got Taco Bell on the ride home. There's there's <laughs> protein in there somewhere, dude. That's probably like what medieval times smell like, bro. Like back in the day. Just, just take, dump in a bucket and just throw it out the window. Scroll That's down, bro, and look at those uh, tin trays of just like cat turds. That's that- cat shit. <laughs> Cirillo Castro arrested for having sex with the same horse twice. Oh, at least it was female. Let's go, bro. Oh, yeah, it makes it completely fine to have sex with an animal. Two guys, one mic. Last but not least, our story brings us to probably the only other place that's just as uneducated as uh, Alabama, and that's uh, that's Nebraska. I got this, bro. Suspicious banana-like object determined not to be a threat. No shit. Coming from Lincoln Nebby, Lincoln, Nebraska. Emergency personnel and a bomb disposal expert. That's sad. That costs money. <laughs> That costs some fucking money. All right, the bomb disposal expert have determined that a suspicious quote-unquote banana hanging in a pine tree in Nebraska is simply a harmless geocatch. I know what that is, I think. Isn't that like a... That's where people like fucking... They go on the website and they like hide shit and people use like their GPSs to find it. It's really nerdy, bro. It's mad nerdy. Really? Oh, yeah. That's a geocatch, bro. People like, go, oh, I left this here. You have to try and find it. And then they use their GPSs and go find it. So... It was a banana. Just, it was fucking... <laughs> what a waste of fucking time. Absolutely. <laughs> the Lincoln Journal star reports that a utility worker spotted the device wrapped in yellow tape and attached to a wire on Tuesday in Northeast Lincoln. The worker called 911. Police, firefighter, and a bomb technician determined the banana wasn't a bomb, but a prize hunted by people on geocaching quests. That's fucking terrific. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Geocachers across the world use GPS devices to track and find the hidden objects. Lincoln Fire Investigator Chuck Schweitzer says city bomb technicians have been out on similar calls through the years as geocaching has grown in popularity. Dude, I would just hide dildos everywhere. Fucking everywhere. Dude, I would just take a dump on the ground and just geocatch that shit. <laughs> People just how walk is, right into it. How has there not been more trolling about that, dude? People are serious about it, dude. Mad serious. Yeah, there was actually... 
Uh, there was one in the town we grew up in, bro. They had a geocache there by the river. Was it a body? Uh, probably, dude. I don't know. It's probably like an anonymous tip from the FBI type of thing. I don't oh fucking know. Yeah. Why? Like, why? That is... I, I could think of all the ways I can allocate my time. Yeah. And it's not going to be fucking hardwiring a banana to a wire and hiding that bitch in a fucking pine tree. Well, I I can't speak for geocaches, bro. I don't have the fucking time for that shit either. I have a fucking job. I'm not a loser. I'm just saying. If you really want to, like, be a troll about it, definitely just hide weird shit everywhere. I'm just shit in a box, dude. That's that's about it. I'll just leave it there. Just stick a wire in a cow's ass and just slap it. Just let that shit run free. Yep. And they had to call a bomb technician. That's that's costly, bro. That cost the town probably, like, a good million, at least. Nebraska? No, dude. It's probably some. It's probably a guy just dressed up in a rubber suit <laughs> with like those yellow gloves that you wash dishes with, so your hands don't get real hot, and a blowtorch mask. That's all he is. He's a local guy, dude, that works at the local deli, slicing fucking meat. Mm-hmm. He's also a D doubles as the town bomb technician, bro. Exactly. I got this. Just a bunch of wires. He's also don't the worry. town historian, so if he dies, dude, nobody knows what ever happened to anyone ever. So, like, there's a lot of different roles that go on with, like, a whole bunch of people. Like, it's Nebraska, though. You never know what's going to happen. You've been in Nebraska, haven't you? Fuck no. What are you, crazy? I'm never going to Nebraska, ever. My dad went there. He said it was cold as a motherfucker. Nebraska? I think so. Or am I thinking of somewhere else? You might be thinking. I don't know. I think Nebraska's pretty fucking cold, dude. I don't know. It's the Midwest, dude. They don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. It's like where all the crazy shit happened. I think Ed Gein was from Nebraska. The dude who ate a whole bunch of people back in like the 40s. Dressed as a clown? I don't think he was dressed as a clown. That's that's John Wayne Gacy. Oh, my bad. Eh, whatever. Oh, wait, wait. Who's the other guy? Ed Gein? Yeah, Ed Gein or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, that's the guy who was like... Had, like, lips, like, hanging from, like, his fucking ceiling and shit, dude. Yeah, man, he made, uh, sofa, he made, like, sofa cushions out of people's skin. He had, uh, a few, a few belts made of nipples. Dude, you know? people are so crafty these days. I'm That's swear what I'm saying, to God. man. Like, this guy was a com- on a completely different level of innovation, man. Because, you know, when I go to Ikea, I'm wondering, you know, why can't I get a soup bowl made of a skull? Yeah, man, for real. What the fuck? That's uh, that's some news stories. If you guys have anything you want to throw our way, remember, we rarely check our email, but uh, you can send it to info at twoguysonemike.com. Imagine just shooting your penis off. Yeah, that's pretty bad, dude. That means you're butt-chugging too much. Yeah, I'm getting it down to science, bro. Since the dawn of time. This guy has a flair for the painful. Who the fuck writes this shit? Fucking dumbass. Jersey John and the Fat Man. Have been trolling the earth. A fire? Yeah, but if you got like some fine ass pubes, that shit'll start a brush fire, bro. And only you can prevent pubic hair fire. Exactly, dude. And invading your brain. Good lord, dude. Fucking fingers just flying all over the place and shit. Oh, uh, then somebody right behind him probably puked onto his like friggin' deformed stub of a hand as it all grows down, Just like all over the nubs, shooting out blood. Oh, man. Oh, 
All right, and it is time for yet another epic failure in um, the history that we we live in as people. This doesn't bring us back too far. It only brings us back to 2009, where I didn't even know Coolio was still alive. Still a part of history, bro. Yeah, I didn't know he was alive either. I thought he was gone after fucking Gangster's Paradise, man. That was it. He just sang that song. With, like, was that Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes, in that fucking movie. Dangerous Minds. Dangerous was Minds, it, bro. It was Dangerous Minds, right? It started the whole genre of students and teachers saving students and all that other crap. Was that a genre? Yeah, dude. There's like five other movies that were just like it that came out after it, bro. Really? Yep. But it didn't matter, dude, because Coolio got his ass handed to him, bro. He really did. And apparently, uh, we're going to be talking about Coolio robbed of his jewelry after a failed stage dive. Because awesome, fuck Coolio. Dude. What the fuck is he wearing, dude? He, like, that suit looks like he found it at, like, Goodwill. It's way too big on him. He's wearing, like, a Robin Hood hat, bro. I don't know what the fuck that is. He's got, like, a feather coming out of his head. Probably. That's also what looks like Goodwill. Or, or is that his dreads, bro? Yeah, what happened to Coolio's dreads? Maybe they stole them, too. Uh, Coolio reportedly had his jewelry and other valuable hats <laughs> when he attempted a stage dive during a performance at a British university um, earlier. This was says this week, but this was way back in 2009. Yeah. Uh, according to uh, Contact Music, Coolio was performing at Shadfordshire University on, uh, in, on February 25th in 2009. And the rapper decided to jump into the crowd, but the audience parted and he landed on the floor. While on the floor, the crowd mobbed Coolio and snatched his jewelry, bandana, and shoes before he was rescued by the venue's security team. <laughs> Yo, I got Coolio's shoes! Let's get the fuck out! Everyone's just running. Imagine your fans just jump your ass after you bust your ass on the fucking floor, bro. Living in the gangster's paradise. You just hit the fucking floor and you're, everything's gone, dude. You're down to just a sock on your dick and you're done. Oh my god, that is awful, bro. He nearly flattened one pearl gir- a poor girl and then all students decided to launch on him, said James uh, Fielden, uh, a bartender who witnessed the incident. They grabbed whatever they could, including his trainers, watch, chains and glasses he was pulled back on stage by the bouncers they got his shoes back for him <laughs> oh thank god thank like, god okay guys you keep the rest of his shit just give coolio his fucking shoes back oh my god bro that that's people pay to see their music because they're a fan bro these i don't know what happened there dude <laughs> maybe like maybe it's a new way to go and like see concerts right so you go and maybe like you feel like you don't get your money's worth, so you just wait for like the most opportune time for like the person who looks like they're wearing the most bling, just jump into the crowd, and then you bum rush his ass. You take whatever you can. You go, okay, this drink was too fucking expensive. I'm taking your watch, taking your belt. How much are your fucking underwear? You're not you're not walking away from this until I have my money's worth. You get like a group of people who just like bum rush the stage, bro, and just start beating the shit out of everybody in the band. I mean, you're outnumbered at a concert. Oh, yeah, What the yeah, fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? Power of the people, man. For real. There's a couple concerts I wanted to kick some of these bands' asses, bro, because it's just that terrible. I yeah. get it. Not that, I don't know. They didn't say Coolio was bad or anything, but if you kick someone's ass, bro, I'm assuming you, you know, wasn't the best performance. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, there's really no other information to go off of, but if history tells us anything, it just be, be wary of, uh, of stage diving if you're in a band. Or happen to be a Coolio impersonator. You gotta have an escape plan, bro. That's what it is. What's your escape plan? Would you just have a trap door you land on just in case? And you just fall right through, bro. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's kind of disrespectful. That's all I'm saying. 
Hey man, I'm just saying that that G Unit is coming to to Philly on the that side. What G Unit? They're coming to to Philly. Oh, okay. Good stage dive, bro. Totally. Ticketmaster search for fucking G Unit. Philadelphia, bro. The Electric Factory. You want to go? No, I'm good, bro. G Unit, I'm good. I'm just seeing how much tickets are, man. Okay. $61. You gonna lick my dick. Fuck For that. For G-Unit? For G-Unit, bro. Oh, if they do stage dive, we'll get our money back, bro. We'll just rip off <laughs> all their chains and shit. You know how to I fuck just, people up. I've been been there, done that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. This, this is, uh, this guy, I, I really want to know, like, what the worst stage dive was. Because I've seen, I've seen fans fuck themselves up on stage dives. Just never... Seen a person from a band get fucked up. I've seen the boy hits car sixty foot stage dive, dude, and it did not look well. I I wouldn't even want to be down below. Fuck that. Yeah, like, what, do you expect people to to catch you? He's like, oh, dude, he's like, okay, he's like five feet up. Okay, he's like ten feet, dude. You're getting kind of high. Thirty thirty feet up, I would have been like, yo, I'm moving. Like, why would you just jump into into a pit of nothing? I, yeah, dude, like, do you really want to be that person down below catching the fucking guitars from Boy Hits Car from yeah. 60 feet up, dude? And he has, like, he's wielding a, a, a weapon a, a, that's a guitar, and how do you know you're not going to just get cracked in the face? Have you ever seen it, dude? No, I really haven't. I'm going to have to go uh, check it out. I heard, that sounds insane, man. The guy lands and he just grinds your eyes off with his fucking guitar frets. No, he didn't have his guitar on him, dude. Oh, okay. That, that, that was <laughs> but, but still, can you imagine catching me, dude, as I fall 60 feet? No, I'd let you die. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> imagine the one person who was, like, right in the center of where he was landing. He has his arms up and he just snaps his elbows in, like, six places. Dude, they, they had to have some kind of padding. It's just that, that something's up with that, bro. I don't know. Padding? I think about it what now. Do you, what do you argue like, those red suits? You know what I'm talking about? Like, the American Gladiator gear when they go to the fucking yeah. show? I don't know, dude. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, it's not safe. One bit. I don't know, bro. I've fallen off a ladder before. That shit hurt. 60 feet up? Fuck that shit. Yeah. Dude. Maybe that's how he quit the band, bro. He's like, I'm out. We just jumped off. Ah, oh, dude, that's awesome. A teen artist fights to replace Cosby tributes with shameful statues. So instead of getting cool. like, a Bill Cosby statue, it's just him naked and fat, which is like a Bill Cosby wang. I totally buy that. Totally. Well, that's what happens when uh, everyone says you raped them. You know, you can't just shrug. You can shrug off like one or two going, okay, I'm Bill Cosby. When everyone comes forward and like, hey, you raped us. You're like, ah, nobody wants pudding anymore, dude. My dad's like, oh, I'm totally not surprised. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Different generation. I shocked. Different generation. All right, bro. Hold on. I'm sending you the stage dive. It was 68 really? feet. 68 feet, dude. Insane. I don't know if I want to see this. I thought it was 60 feet. I was wrong. 68 feet. Okay. You gotta give me a sec here. 68 feet. How long is this video? It's only a minute. You can fast forward. I'm trying to. Did he go yet? Did he go? Where is he? When did this happen? What year, dude? This is taking like a fucking handy cam. This, dude, this looks like a snuff film. This doesn't even look like it was taken at a concert. It looks like somebody's paying to have this man killed. Where? Just fucking jump, dude. I do not have the bandwidth for this. Come on. Come on. He's gonna do it. There's like 10 seconds left. Fucking do it. Just jump. Does it wait till like the very end for him to go? Oh god, dude, he like ragdolls into the. Everyone's cheering because at the ground he's just dead. (laughs) Sixty-eight feet, dude. That's 
Imagine jumping from like your seventh floor, bro. Like seriously, dude, that's not a fucking concert. It looked like an Al Qaeda killing video. This is what it looked like. It looked like somebody pushed that man and they murdered him. Everyone's just cheering. Comes up from the crowd. They're all wearing his face and limbs. They're holding their limbs and shit, dude. His fucking limbs. Ah, uh, so yeah. Um, if history if history tells you anything, is just don't fucking stage dive because it's hard. No, no, nope, no, do nope. it. Jersey John and the Fat Man. Did you just say Batman? No, I said the Fat Man. Good, stay the fuck off my turf. This brings us to yet another uh, end of a podcast. It's uh, end of episode 50, where uh, we're supposed to be completely shit-faced drunk, but we're not, because fuck you, that's why. Yeah, that works. I think it's better sober, bro. Yeah, we tried a drunk episode once, and it was awful, so... um, It was one of the lost episodes, that's all I could say, bro. Yeah, but we're going to switch stuff up how we do things just a little bit, because um, we like keeping things fresh and fun. Uh, we're featuring our friends in a band called Thieves, and they happen to be from uh, Austin, Texas. And believe it or not, Austin, Texas is probably one of the only safe havens actually left in Texas that doesn't suck ass, like Austin and San Antonio. I kind of want to go to Texas, dude. I'm not going to lie. I heard it's nice. Eh, parts of it are nice. And everyone else are like, you know, they're, it's pretty close to, I think it's close to Alabama. Now I have to look at a map. Because if it's close to what? Alabama, there's people what? pulling their own teeth out. Wait, wait, Texas is not close to Alabama, bro. Dude, I am so fucking bad at geography. It, oh, don't even speak. Yeah, it is. It's not that far. Do you know what I'm saying? Alabama is a lot closer to Texas than it is to us. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. I'm zooming in on this map right right here on Google. Like Austin, Texas is pretty is well, Austin's pretty pretty big actually. Well anyway Alabama. our friends in Thieves are gonna play an awesome, awesome song for us. Sweet. Nah, that song is I believe it's called uh I think it's called no. Is it called Smoke Signals? Yeah. I always have everything lined up and then I sound like a retard reading it. But yeah. instead of us reading about uh, uh, reading to you about smoke signals, we're going to have it done in an epic voice because uh, that's what we do here. So this is a little more about our friends in Thieves. Blurring the lines between pop rock, hardcore, ambient, and punk, Thieves has been crafting and themic sing-alongs since 2009. Having sold out hometown shows, earned spots on Warp Tour and SXSW, and sweated all over 32 of the 48 contiguous United States and Vancouver, British Columbia with no label support, the band hasn't stopped proving their work ethic. They've released over 30 songs and three music videos mostly self-produced on several indie labels, including Disconnect, Disconnect UK, The Vagabond Collective, Love and Death Records, and most recently, Color Change. On 95 Records, an EP produced by Bo Burgell, the band is currently taking their hyper-energetic live show across the U.S. before they enter the studio in October to track a new LP with Sam Pura. Thieves has shared the stage with Set Your Goals, Fireworks, The Swellers, Man Overboard, The Story So Far, Senses Fail, Stick to Your Guns, Authority Zero, Strung Out, Danzig Legacy, Painted Black, Cave In, Trash Talk, Bane, Earth Crisis, Touche Amore, Defeater, The Wonder Years, Waves, The Ataris, and many more. If you don't like their music, you can go fuck yourself. 
So if you guys like what you just heard by uh, an epic disembodied voice on our podcast, remember you could check them out everywhere on the internet, facebook.com slash thieves tx and you can find them all over the internet like you know on instagram instagram thieves, thieves tx or twitter at thieves tx or on youtube or stuff what's really cool is that they're a three-piece band and that doesn't happen uh often oh, wow. enough yeah which is awesome and their gender is neutral which i'm not really sure like uh, like what's going on with that? Like, did they previously have Jamie Lee Curtis in the band? Maybe that's a possibility, dude. Could have been the lead singer. That's highly unlikely. I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know. She could she be had to whip out the sack. I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> you guys could check them out on ninety uh, ninety five records. Is uh, their label. So if you guys like what we're what we're uh, talking about, again, support them, support the scene, and uh, listen to this song, "Smoke Signals" by our friends and thieves. If you guys have any music you want to send our way, remember we're all over the interwebs as well at Two Guys One Mike on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Search Two Guys One Mike. Info at Two Guys One Mike dot com, and we want to hear from all of you and uh, let us know what you think about uh, the music we play. And then we'll make sure that if you say really shitty stuff, we'll edit it to make it sound like you said really cool stuff, and then send that to the band. That way, the internet doesn't know you're actually a giant cockface. That's the beauty of editing, bro. You can say one thing, I can make you say make it sound like you said something the completely opposite, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And that's why you know politics suck. Yep, and the fucking internet. But anyway, again, this is Smoke Signals by our friends in Thieves. Want to thank you guys for hanging out for episode 50. We'll be back in uh, probably a couple weeks after you get back from vacation. Yeah, holler. That's if I don't get detained. We're good. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to uh, like, Puerto Rico now. Get Mo. Get, get Mo. Mo. <laughs> we can actually go there now, man. The tic- I know, right? It's like a fucking tourist attraction now. Guantanamo Bay. Mm, go feed the prisoners. Get you a handful of rice and just throw it in the cage. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> No, don't they do rectal feedings, bro? Don't you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a turkey baster in your butthole. It's awesome, <laughs> dude. Nothing says U.S. like showing like fucking chicken broth up your anus with a fucking turkey baster, bro. And on that note, this is song smoke signals by our friends and thieves. Until next time, I'm Jersey John. I'm the Fab Man, and we're out. Peace. Peace. Yeah,